0: We decided to make a show about our own show. Woo. Why don't you kick us off, Costia? What, what does what does a hundred episodes mean to you?
1: I was talking to someone recently about doing a hundred episodes, and I feel like it takes a while to get into the rhythm of a, of a podcast. And I feel like mm-hmm. we've only we've only found our rhythm just just recently, like maybe this year, even though we've been doing it for for a couple of years now. Um, Although I was surprised that we got to episode 100, actually, I feel like number one, a lot of podcasts they don't make it to 100, yeah. and also it hasn't, it really hasn't felt like. I think a really fun show would be for us to try and name all 100 episodes because uh-huh. I don't think we'd be able to do it. I think we'd maybe get 50. Honestly, I think, <laughs> think it would actually yeah. be really just, hard to. I just name read over all the list them. today,
0: so. Yeah, I would do a lot better than yesterday. <laughs> yeah, going through the
1: list, I was like surprised. I was like, wow, we, we really have done a lot of episodes. And we're currently thinking about doing episodes that we've already done. Like we were going to do an episode about like stunning openings
0: and online blitz. And we oh, yeah. already did episodes on those two topics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jesse and I are old, dude. Every time we come up with an episode topic, I'm like, I better check if we haven't already done that. <laughs>
2: No, yeah, but we got to talk. That was now the openings and Blitz is now the basis of a new convo because of Ben Johnson's new book. Well, you got to revisit that one. We can
1: revisit yeah. the topic, yeah, but at least, yeah, not acknowledge that we did, did an episode <laughs> where we probably addressed like all the same. I mean, I'm sure I know why we did an episode on online Blitz back in the days because <laughs> we wanted to talk if it's good about improvement. But um, yeah. I think it really takes time uh like to figure it out. I think we're still actually very new. Um when listening to like other podcasts that have maybe done like hundreds and hundreds of episodes and um yeah, yeah, it honestly feels like we've done maybe like 20 or 30 episodes. <laughs> like that's what it feels like and mm-hmm. of course we've done um we've done way more, but yeah, it's awesome to uh awesome to get here the podcast has definitely been the most consistent thing because i think we started year one if i remember Mm -hmm. correctly Mm
0: -hmm. yeah and uh august 2020 so you can you can see that in about 160 weeks we did about 100
2: episodes and also like in terms of when the dojo started it's like really about three years now where yeah you know the inception came
1: three years so that's that's not too bad we always said we wanted to do one episode a week but yeah. <laughs> yeah. it was pretty um it was pretty good and it's interesting to see how the dojo has grown while we've been doing the the podcast i think um probably not many people know of just the podcast and not what we're doing like on on twitch and with the the training program and stuff but it's interesting to kind of see how um how yeah the podcast has definitely changed
0: um over time yeah i mean my thought is it's really important and valuable to do some things consistently so i'm you know mildly proud and satisfied of us for plowing through with the podcast and it you know if we had to pick something to be the show that we did the most times i think we were probably all in agreement uh that it'd be the podcast even though it's very different from everything else we do. But it's somehow that the fact that it's different from all the chess teaching, all the game analysis, all the X's and O's, um, I think that's what made it like, okay, we have to make sure we keep this piece of of what we do as well.
2: Yeah, it's also been a cool thing for us to just all have a moment to hang out. And for a lot of those times we did Endgame Sensei right after, and that's been just harder to organize with time constraints. I think when I think about um, podcasts, like when they compare ourselves to other podcasts, like most other podcasts are some person, a moderator who has guests on, right? And then they kind of bounce their stuff off that guest, some more actively than others. Some some of the guests, some of the moderators are passive. Um, There's a couple that are like ours. And I think what's cool about ours is like, if you listen to it, people have, you watch the YouTube comments, people have certain, like they know kind of where we're coming from. They'll, the, the comment will be like, oh, I'll cry, saying the same stuff again, you know, so they know where each of us are coming from. Maybe they have a favorite. They kind of know what the groove of the conversation is, even though they don't might not know what we're saying on each whatever topic it is we're talk, talking on. Right. And so there's a couple other podcasts out there. Me and Kosia sometimes listen to this one where it's three dudes talking about fitness. And yeah, that's a similar thing where the audience can kind of know a little bit about those people and then they see them talking about a variety of things. And so it's a little bit like a, a you know, friends bouncing idea off each other rather than the more traditional podcasts, I think, whereas, you know, the moderator talking to some dude, for example, friend of the dojo, James Aldutcher, That's he's doing like three podcasts a week, just <laughs> talking to some dude, <laughs> totally different than the dynamic that we have going on here, you know? Yeah
1: he's a very good interviewer um also i you know it just recently dawned on me that many people don't even know that this is a podcast because they watch this show on youtube mm-hmm. and i speak to a lot of people or i see them online they're like oh yeah i didn't i didn't know you guys were on spotify and it's like, we're on we're on episode 85 so yeah just a brief yeah. reminder if you're watching on youtube this is a real podcast it is uploaded to podcast apps and you can download and rate it there please do rate it because that really helps us Mm -hmm. with uh with the listings and
2: and And you can ask alexa to play it for you what you're doing your dishes that's something i figured out
1: wow that's true that's true amazing (laughs) (laughs) um cool so we are going to be uh ranking our favorite episodes as uh we've we started doing towards the second half in our um in our podcast uh, streak, and uh, we've each got five five favorite episodes mm-hmm. um, that we're going to uh, to get to. All right, I got our list up. Nice. And uh, we'll right. s- we're just going to see if there are any any overlaps. I think there might be there might be some, but uh, but we'll see. We'll Have some, yeah. And uh, and yeah, actually. Real quick um this was this was kind of hard to to pick uh, our favorites because there was a ton of episodes, and it was actually really actually hard to remember like there I, I remember so many like great moments and I have no idea what episode they happened in, and I'm just like, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> just just gone, you know, maybe hopefully we'll find them one day, but I would truly actually love to hear from the fans on this one because they probably know. Better so if you have favorite episodes or favorite moments, then let us if you're watching on YouTube Let us know like YouTube comments if you're watching on Twitter, let us know on Twitter Um, I would actually really love to know what the people think is uh, The best episode maybe we'll do like a poll or something at some point if there's if there's some clear favorites that um, That people have or people could upvote on on YouTube, you know, I'm sure we'll we'll find a way Yeah,
0: that would be lovely. That would be lovely to know I'm sure one thing we could also do is we could look in the YouTube stats and just see which episode has the most thumbs up. That could be one cool thing to see, especially if we prepared even more. But you know, re-watching 100 episodes was a lot of preparation already. Rewatching, okay. <laughs> All right, David, why don't you start us off then? Give us your number five. All right, my number five. And this one is slightly a stand-in for some other ones. Like you said, Kostia, sometimes there's great moments you don't know exactly where they're from. Um, I, think, I think even while I was watching one of them, there was something where it's was like, oh, you know, Jesse was so right predicting Magnus would quit the World Championship a year in advance. And you were in the comments like, what's the timestamp? I, I want the clip of that even <laughs> in the episode. But, um, but this one for me is Do- Chess Dojo Talks uh, Magnus. And one of my favorite, just from a pure enjoyment, okay, my choices are gonna maybe be stupid to you and to everybody else, but they're, high, they're for me, they're highly personal taste kind of things. It's just, it's just my gut enjoyment of stuff kind of. And uh, you know, the recurring segments where Jesse says, hey, Magnus, buddy, and then go <laughs> into some kind of rant have been really, I mean, I'm sitting here sometimes trying not to crack up on stream, sometimes just cracking up on stream, uh, I love it. and um, But I picked that episode in particular also because I think that it also does something else that I like in my dojo talks, which is it talks about something a little bit fundamental and, and eternal, right? It's, it's addressing the questions of what does the greatest chess player of an era owe to chess, and what does chess owe to that player, and you know how what are their responsibilities and how do we think about and interact with that person which i think there's some really cool interesting questions there um and uh, so yeah so that's one of that's one of my favorite episodes i put it number five for now
1: um cool that's very interesting because that was also my number five pick whoa <laughs> But but actually, for the same reason. Actually, I just want to say like one of my favorite recurring segments now has been Jesse uh, directing his rant towards Magnus, not towards one of us, um, yeah. and telling Magnus to to step it up, you know, get in shape, play the world championship, you know, try to enjoy classical chess again, even though he's sick and tired of like beating everyone all the time, and it's like too much opening prep. Um, and yeah, I mean, that be, and that actually became like a real, like, there were definitely quite a few people that were not happy with Jesse, like, <laughs> directing Magnus or telling Magnus, like, what he should do. I mean, it's like, I don't know. For yeah. me, that was, yeah, that's definitely been, definitely been a, a treat. Um, and yeah, we've done a couple episodes. So we did Dojo Talks Magnus, but we also talked a lot about him. Um, when he dropped out of the Singfield Cup last year, and then I think there was another episode when he like officially gave up the World Championship. So um yeah, I think that it's like a couple of these in our in our series.
0: Yeah. And Kostia, you might be onto something there. Maybe part of our enjoyment of it is the relief that for a moment Jesse's <laughs> aiming at someone other than us.
1: Yeah, maybe. Who uh, who who knows? Um I also just want to say I'm um I'm probably Okay, I'm probably not, I don't know, you guys can do whatever you want. I'm not going to rank the Hikaru episode because that was literally episode 99 and I suffer greatly from recency bias, so I'm just like, that was a really good episode, but it's very hard to rank it because it just happened so, so soon, but that was obviously um, a fantastic
0: one. Yeah. I do
2: Oh no, Jesse, audio. Thank you. I wanna say that one thing I've really enjoyed about the podcast, it doesn't really make it onto my list, but something I've really looked forward to about it is it gave us the opportunity to talk, not just about chess, but like world events, geopolitics, gender issues, mind issues, all these things that just important to human life in general that affect the chess world. And you have to think about when you talk about the chess world, and so although none of those specifically made my list i was still like oh yeah those were that's what i feel like keeps me coming back to this show and joint so number five is a stand-in for a series of shows we did but that was the best games of all time i loved that that was cool we did i think you know three different time periods, and then we did an overall ranking. And Kosi told me before the show that if I wanted to, I could put them all together. So that's what I did. I put them all together. Um, And I guess I'm I guess I do number four as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you're talking about the series. Yeah, it was like a four part series. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely good stuff.
2: And then um, there's a lot of episodes I liked there's so many. But anyways, I thought I I liked this one we did called 50 years since 1972. And it was just fascinating to reflect on how the chess world has changed. And I think I proposed that that topic. And I wasn't even, you know, I I had a couple things in mind of things that had changed, but it was just a really cool conversation and looking back in all the ways that especially chess culture has changed, who's playing chess has changed um the hierarchy of chess you know the introduction of the, com- the computer so many things have happened and you know it's still the exact same rules but really in so many ways an entirely different game
1: yeah that was a good one i remember that one um okay my number four is um the episode we did uh i think we called it universal training plans Mm. or universal training, maybe?
0: I think is a universal training program possible. That, right, that was, I remember that was David's time.
1: Right, right, right. Um, And uh,
0: yes, I like
1: that one, or at least I would recommend it to people because that's kind of where, you know, it all kicked off with our training program, basically. Um, We kind of started discussing a lot of the key points there and then it evolved into our site. Now our site is uh, blossoming wonderfully. You know, and we've got a ton of people and they're universally gaining rating, uh, which is awesome. Um, and uh, yeah, so I just feel like that episode wasn't like the most fun episode, but definitely was, I think, a very good one to mm-hmm. maybe learn about our philosophies to, to chess improvement. And um, yeah, probably would be pretty useful for people.
2: I think what was interesting, too, about that one is that I feel like David had a... It was a legitimate question for david if the project itself was viable in the sense that you could ask doesn't all training have to be personal or personalized and um part of my belief in the program was no (laughs) no people at the level of 1300 basically have the same problems 1800 they have a different set of problems but they're basically the same do some people have more or less weaknesses yes but in terms of what they need to be doing basically the same thing anyways That's what I especially remember for that. And I think we've kind of convinced David, but maybe there's still lingering doubt about that in our program. No, it definitely
0: stands out as uh, an occasion where Jesse was right about something. So it was definitely stand out, stand out in that way. Um, My pick for number four is, again, very similar to yours, yeah it's kind of like the episode that just slightly precedes the universal training one if you sort of count it backwards. And in a sense, we were sort of building, if you look at the list, we were building towards this training program topic over several videos. And you could watch in series, there's like a video where we talk the different like coaching methods with Eugene Perelstein, like, right, bully, right. et-, et cetera, right? And then we have two different parts, coaching where we talk coaching philosophy, part one and part two, right? Then we talk about the training program. Then we revisit the training program. We've got an episode training program, part two, where we reflect on it after it's been running for a while. So, and there may even be one or two other episodes that fit into that progression, right? So we've got five or six along this line and on, um, yeah, universal training. I mean, it's really cool because it led to this training program, which is just an amazing thing to come out of it. I I really liked uh, the coaching philosophy episode a little bit more, so that's one I put in as a stand-in for it. Um, but I think it's been you know a very important piece of what we've done. And The philosophy one again, it's um, I just love talking about teaching with teachers. So <laughs> so on my longer list of ten or fifteen episodes, there's several of these. That made it. um, Yeah. And I liked even just like behind the scenes when we would, you know, it's just one of my favorite things to do to talk about this stuff. And when we made like a little, you know, a graphic that we could show on stream, like what is the dojo philosophy? And stuff like that. I always think it's great when we like, when we touch back on that and make sure that, that we've got the, the overall thinking dialed in.
1: Well, fair enough. Um, David, I'm just putting in the here? episode numbers cause, uh, I think it'll make it easier for people to, uh, to find them later. Um, yeah. but yeah, David, it's yes. on to you for Nate, number three as well.
0: Okay, cool. Um, okay. I don't know the episode number, but greatest chess players of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that was a very fun episode i think it stood out to some extent um and yeah i had a lot of fun with it um
2: this was probably uh, your most famous moment david
0: <laughs> <laughs> i love when at some point jesse couldn't figure out who was left to put at the top of the list that's uh, right dude no so. that's right that was kind of fun already round number five, number four. He's like, but who could even be in the top three? So um, I don't know. I I got so much, so much laughter, so many lulls out of that <laughs> episode. So number three for me. Yeah, that was uh, that
1: was definitely a classic <laughs> instant, instant, instant classic. Yeah, yeah. Um, Also a great episode, just in terms of the the feedback we got, because obviously there's huge disagreement on on the best players.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, anytime you can even in our Discord, people can just randomly drop the name Philidor and everybody knows what we're talking about.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you if you needed a way to, like, know whether somebody's part of the dojo or not, you could just say something about Philidor and see if they catch it or not. Right. I mean, it's just. Yeah. Very true. They all know.
1: Yeah, maybe number one moment of all time, actually. (laughs) Um, (laughs) All right, for me, number three was um, when I ranked the best modern chess books with a special guest, Andres Toth, Mm -hmm. uh, chess coach Andres. I was also a streamer. And. Um, I know you guys You guys weren't on that episode, it was just me and Andres, and it was just that like, it's just I such a, it's such an enjoyable, I don't know why, I just have, that episode is just like, it, it just has a memory of just being very enjoyable, just like easy, you know, he read a lot of the books, and he like <laughs> had no tech issues, you know, he like had headphones, it's just like smooth sailing the whole way
0: through. <laughs> hey, you can enjoy an episode without us, but you don't... <laughs> <laughs> on our mics. Um, oh, and also, it.
1: also, actually, I checked the YouTube podcast, and I think that is the the most highly viewed pod mm. that we have in the in the playlist. Mm. So that's kind of that's kind of special. Um, but it was super fun. I mean, we we have done a number of uh, like interviews and collabs. um Like I did one with Ramesh that people I think really enjoyed. I did one with Neil Bruce that is really popular. Um, but, uh, it was, it was fun to, to rank the, uh, the best books also, cause I missed the classic books. Cause I remember I was sick for that episode. Um, although that was, that was a good one regardless. So I wouldn't feel bad if you guys <laughs> rank that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a fun one. Cool.
2: Yeah. Awesome. I'm glad that you're putting up the episodes on there too. It kind of timestamps it a little bit about where these episodes came from. Yeah, I need to find okay. this Okay. So for me, next one, this is just was a fascinating topic to me, was that when we talked the chess boom, and it, it's something that it's so, now I think a lot of chess players just take it for granted that this chess boom happens, um, but there's still like lingering questions about why it happened. You know, we can point to the obvious things like Queen's Gambit and people being stuck at home in the pandemic. Um, I think we also address like maybe it's about chess becoming unstigmatized, definitely chess becoming not just a European thing. But it's this amazing thing that has happened uh, to chess, to us. And to me, it's just like this thing I think about all the time. I'm like, why did it actually happen? Especially like when you imagine like all these kids and they could be playing video games and Grand Theft Auto or whatever it is, but no, they're playing chess. And it's a beautiful thing, of course, but it's still like, oh, it's just a it's just something that gives me wonder uh, every time I think about it. So that to me stands out as just a really interesting thought piece of like what is going on. And then we kind of followed it up with a couple of other episodes. Cause like chess.com said they were the reason of the chess boom, you know, in any mm-hmm. case we talked about it in peripherally in a number of subsequent episodes as well. Okay. Uh, number two, I really enjoyed this one. Um, let me just say the, in, in general, a lot of times Coast will be like, we should have this guest on. And usually I'm like, no, no, no guests. There's three people <laughs> on this podcast, blah, blah, blah. And so I usually try to shoot that down. But the, my next two are actually both um, with guests. And this next one is The Best Books with Ben Johnson. Mm-hmm. And that was a cool episode for me because um, I feel like it was a way – let me edit that is a, a way for us to talk amongst ourselves about what the best books were. And it was also like the episode I realized, oh, like, uh, this dude, Ben, knows much more than me about books, especially when it comes to books that aren't oriented towards GMs, right? Which is what most books should really be, of course, right? Too many books really are, are too fancy with, you know, either big time computer prep or deep analysis or something like that. Um, so I thought that was really enlightening. And then it ended up, I think, informed, definitely informed a lot of the choices that we made in the dojo of you know which books come in and which ones come out. And that yeah. was like this. It was a similar thing where we're ranking. Uh, we're ranking books and doing this little snake order tier list thing, which I like that we do. You know, it's a fun way to talk about stuff.
1: Right. No, that definitely became. I feel like kind of our, our our niche. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Uh, we just. We. I don't know. I think that's really when we when we found our stride is when we started ranking stuff. Because.
0: Ah, that's what hmm. you meant about like we finally found our way. I, I think was so. Curious when you thought it happened. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like. It's not like it's like the only thing we're good for, but I just, uh, I don't know, I think that's when things really kind of took off because, yeah, it's just like allowed us to give very clear perspectives and then people also enjoy ranking stuff and, um, these things are still very, a lot of these things are still, you know, very much up for debate, like, especially like the best books and things like that are very, very, very subjective. Um, and, I don't know, for me, they were definitely the most fun episodes. Um, so my number two is the um, top ten uh, best players that we ranked. Um, mm-hmm. So David's number three, same episode.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and, yeah, I think this is where it kind of kicked, kicked it off, you know, kicked off the golden age of Dojo Talks. <laughs> <laughs> we started with ranking the greatest chess players, and we ranked the... Um, the greatest games uh, of all time. We ranked, We then ranked the best players to not become world champions. You know, that was a huge episode that then sparked another controversy, which caused us to do another episodes discussing who we're actually considering as, you know, the real world champions. <laughs> it was just yeah, also right. quite uh, quite controversial. Um, but yeah, I just felt like those episodes were, were fun. Because um, they also... they. we also got a ton of like chess history and chess culture in there which i think is cool Mm -hmm. especially for like newer fans that don't know a lot about the history and culture of the game and like all the crazy like stories and dramas and sagas of the past i think it was kind of cool to to flesh
0: out a lot of that stuff once again Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, I mean, one nice thing that happens sometimes in Dojo Talks is sort of story time, right? Somebody tells a little story that they know about al Yakin or about a tournament that one of us played in. And, you know, answering somebody's question about etiquette, talking about when somebody put potato chips on your board or whatever. It's it's fun when all the little stories come out. It's really nice. Yeah. Um,
2: okay, well,
0: that's my number two. Okay um mine if i'm not mistaken is the best games of all time
2: now we finally share one david we share one
0: yeah best games of all being time. just copied oh yeah i um, could it done mine dang with the tech tips thank you yeah. um GM to your help yeah <laughs> so um yeah i i It's funny because I would slightly disagree with Kikosti about how great ranking episodes are. And yet here I'm putting ranking episodes at number two and number three. So what would it even mean for me to disagree? (laughs) But but I think that overall, my favorite format for a Dojo Talk episode for something to rewatch later, for something to really recommend to others to go back and watch is something that gets really deep on a topic, right? Like dojo hmm. talks, cheating or dojo talks, coaching philosophy or dojo talks FIDE or national championships or something like that. Um, some like really eternal kind of topics. And like Jesse said at the top of the show, I really also like when it sometimes veers into some politics and things like that, mm-hmm. um, you know, the Karyakin ban, What do we think of that? You know, should players or federations be punished for geopolitical events? I love all that stuff. But somehow, despite that sort of being my general thought, most of those kind of episodes ended up, like, between 6th and 10th place for me. And when I really just took, like, my emotional touchstones, this was one of them. best games of all time. I mean, honestly, if we were ranking them individually, the three... My three favorites are obviously the ones split by time, not the overall one at the end when we're rediscussing mm-hmm. games we've already seen, right? right? But the first three episodes of that, I mean, I would have put them for sh- uh, for sure, two, three, four. I mean, I did before we sort of oh, okay. combined it. I, I love them. And um, in those episodes, you guys showed me a couple games that I didn't know. Um, and they're just, I mean, ultimately, the greatest chess games of all time is like you know kind of the reason i'm into chess so they sort of take the cake even over geopolitical <laughs> stuff um and yeah just spending all that time talking with you looking at the games it's uh it's just too much of a pleasure so there it is number 2 may- maybe even number 1 i don't know there it is number 2 oh i guess i'm at number 1 yeah. Okay.
2: And we, we are allowed to change our minds at the end too. So
0: yeah. yeah, we could change our minds at the end. I could move this up to number one. It's very close. Um, this one is, um, uh, and, uh, obviously I love Whoa. doing dojo talks with you guys. Uh, this is an episode which you guys might not have seen or know much about. Um, but it's one that I did with Noel Studer as guest. And um, I just, I emotionally, I, I I loved it. You know, I had a great time doing that episode and like listening to everything he had to say. And I would just say, I think it's like a topic that isn't discussed a whole lot. So I also, another thing that I think is like a bonus for an episode of ours often, is if we talk about something that's interesting, but not discussed all the time, right? So if we do dojo talks Mm. cheating, obviously it's a big topic and hopefully we have good thoughts on it. But dojo talks professionalism, I mean, like the idea that, you know, if you wanna be a real professional, it would be a good idea to hire a manager or something. This is the kind of stuff that nobody ever talks about really, so um so i found it really really enlightening it's an episode where i maybe learned the most of any episode Mm. that i've done or listened to okay cool
1: dang i can't believe we're not in your favorite episode (laughs) yeah what's going on david what's what is this buddy you go i I I love you guys and
2: then you put it at the top come on
1: And I I apologize for putting one in third place, you know what? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, okay. I mean, my number one pick, you know, was um, the best games of all time, you know, mainly for the reasons that that David, you know, so eloquently laid out, you know, it was a great episode. And um, for me, this is, I think, yeah, we're really just kind of (laughs) peaked with with the podcast. (laughs) Um, 'cause best games of all time I mean I think that's something that like everyone is just interested in, and there's no clear answers, but I did think we actually did come up with like a pretty good list if you if you just combined all the games we we put together um I think we had a very like nice list to to study um and yeah, I forget which one um which one was my favorite, but there was one where we were just like, we we're arguing the whole time. I think it was either part three or part four. I think it was part three, but we couldn't agree on like how much of the games we wanted to show throughout the the <laughs> podcast, like for the YouTube audience. And so we ended up showing like half of the games and the other half, like we kind of showed them, but they we were just-
0: Yeah, I, I was
2: yelling at them the whole time. I was like, they can't see the game. Yeah. Understand see the game. And David was like, no, I gotta see it, man. I gotta see it. <laughs>
0: In a sense, it was also our most busted episode by that sense, right? Because it's like it's an episode where it's not clearly a podcast or a show. And Uh we want to follow like similar episodes about our own games. But we're like, but those won't be part of Dojo Talks. They'll be their own thing because we need the board. So this is maybe our best or most broken episode. Yeah, it was was scuffed.
1: But no, great series. And I think that's that's definitely. Yeah, I think, I don't know, that's, that's one that could be kind of representative of dojo talks as a whole. But I do hear what David said, you know, like, yeah, the other side of our thing is that we are kind of doing a lot of like chess politic talks, especially lately actually, our last like, mm-hmm. we've done quite a few um, in, in recent times um, in the last couple of months, and um, I think those actually have been very much appreciated by the, the chess world from, from what I hear. Um, So I think we should definitely keep keep doing those as well.
2: Cool. Um, This one may be a little bit emotional or whatever memory based, but um, I think when we first started, it wasn't clear exactly what we were gonna do. And I looked back and it was kind of what my memory was, which in the first couple episodes, it was like, we were bouncing around a little bit and Um, it wasn't clear that we were doing something substantive. And then so this episode was the first one came, I think it's episode four, where Mm. I felt like, oh, we're doing something substantive. And that was, it was called Six Ways to Train with Eugene Perelstein,
0: Yeah.
2: And there's a lot of things, like all the themes, first of all, then that talk we end up revisiting in a variety of ways ends up informing the dojo training program but again the the main thing there was like we had a guest on who was cool and could talk to us about like because because eugene has had the remarkable uh, privilege of having studied with a wide variety of famous trainers and stuff So it then, you know, just gave us a cool way of diving into these different ways of training. And it was like the first time I'm like, okay, we are talking about something substantive and this has some real meat on the bones. This is something we can keep chewing on. And so that was the episode where like, we we just keep talking about this. (laughs) And in some ways we have, you know, a lot of the different things we end up talking about with chest training and so on, have everything to do with that kind of conversation that started with Eugene at the beginning.
1: That was a classic. And yeah, that was a throwback to our old format. If you guys remember, we used to have the finger, the pointer, we'd have a list yeah. of topics on the screen and a finger that would point. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, real, uh, real classic.
2: And you well, right. And that of- was inspired by like sports shows because we at the beginning, it was like, people were jumping all over the place instead of being focused because we had, yeah. it's almost like we didn't understand that. Sure, of course, you can talk for an hour about any given chess topic. And so we were bouncing around, and this was just like, all right, we're gonna go six ways to train, we're gonna go pop, 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 you know, and get on through it.
1: 10 minutes each. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, I- so, you know, I think it, I'm really happy we did this, especially because, right, first of all, we have some cool episodes. And I, yeah, I seeing what you guys thought was best, I, a lot of these stuff you guys had were still in, like, I've made a big list. Where I just brainstormed which ones were my favorite, and definitely a lot of you guys' ones were on there. Of course, David's first pick is always weird. It's <laughs> yeah. yeah. just like purposely, yeah. purposely wrong, <laughs> you know, and he likes to do that to us, fine, you know, whatever. It's classic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I try very hard to be right, but I, I mean, this is very, very, like, haste-based by me. It doesn't even make sense to me, my list today. But <laughs> Philidor made sense. Yeah. Um,
2: okay, did you guys have like a worst episode in mind? Well, I, you know, by the way, I was the one, re- originally when we came up with this uh, podcast, so I was thinking, well, we should do like the most memorable, the worst, and then when I was going through, I was like, I don't remember one being especially bad. I remembered my face like falling to the floor when David said that Philidor was the greatest player of all time. <laughs> You know, in terms of like low moments in my life, that's one of them. But the whole episode itself was one of the best. You yeah, know, so it was. So I didn't have particularly bad memories about any given episode.
1: You know? Um, I remember one. I forget. I couldn't figure out which episode this was, but there was one we did that was that was pretty bad. Like it was just clearly our like worst. Is because we for whatever reason we hadn't done one in a couple of weeks, and I think uh-huh. we hadn't even spoken in a couple weeks so it was like the first time like yeah, <laughs> we wow. didn't even have like a pre-show meeting or anything we're just like 10 minutes like oh hey how's it going and then we just like started through the podcast so i don't remember what topic it was but yeah there was some comments on it that was like did these guys even know each other like, <laughs> I, was, I, was like I was like oh yeah, yeah that was so since that one i was like that's always been um you know i tried to learn from that episode it's like all right make sure the audience understands that you know, <laughs> they know each other. That was a very good, very good piece of feedback. But yeah, I don't remember which one that was, but yeah, it wasn't a good one. So don't, don't listen to it.
0: But Jesse and I should to, to take the same lessons to heart as you did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we should. Right. We should learn from it for sure. I remember once or twice some comments on episodes where I was like, man, like, these guys seem to like hate each other or something like that. And so I was like, no, oh, no, no, they're friends. They're just, they're, they're comfortable, like calling each other idiots or disagreeing or whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah. Those, those I don't
2: mind. Um, yeah.
1: Um,
2: well, the airing of grievances, dude, that one got pretty hot. Yeah. <laughs> that one got hot, you know? Yeah.
1: That was a good one. I remember yeah. now we, we also fought a lot during one of the, ding nepo world championship podcast i remember we were fighting about the couch <laughs> that's right what does ding owe everybody yeah yeah that was that was good um
0: okay yeah, I so think one of the most i think yeah you know jesse said his most offensive moment i think probably the most egregiously offensive moment in any episode for me was was when Jesse said that he would feel no compunction about taking a spot on the Olympiad team from somebody in Bermuda. And he just had seemed seemed to be a man without any like moral (laughs) uh system of any kind. Just like Uh. I do what it's like, you know. (laughs) And I just I, I I was just like, there was no way left to argue anymore with somebody who doesn't have any system of beliefs. <laughs> <laughs> I remember
1: that one. Yeah, actually, David was just like in straight shock.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like ready to, yeah. I mean, I love arguing, as you guys have noticed. And at I, there I was like, at some point, I was like, okay, I give up.
1: <laughs> yeah, that
2: was, that was really funny. Did you recently get mated? Well it's time to join the chess dojo training program or you maybe you just enjoy this fine content give us some money on the patreon i need to keep the lights on and with inflation it's really hard for costia to be buying that avocado toast Alrighty, so um that's well
1: that's episode 100 we want to talk a little bit about the future uh, of course we want to keep doing this show we actually have a lot more topics that we Already have been meaning to do, but yeah, just haven't gotten around to yet. But we want to talk about this um, this new FIDE rating thing. They're going to be increasing all the ratings, so like possibly like new rating changes coming in is interesting. There's this new like cheating saga with uh, with Kramnik. There's this drama with the FIDE um, circuit and the uh, the rating spot. Whether they're doing um, you know uh, all right with with that. Um, we have actually a couple more shows, like a couple more ranking shows, we still need to do mm-hmm. as well. Um, and then we got topics from the uh, Ben Johnson book, "Perpetual Chess Improvement." They're yeah. going to be revisiting um, on chess improvement. Um, so, and I
2: want to do uh, Ken Neil Bruce make master. I've been vetoed on that a hundred thousand times, but I want to <laughs> still do it. There's topic. nothing to
0: prevent you from repeatedly asking us about
2: it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, jesse wants to, another another episode in the dojo dojo talks aging uh saga yeah.
0: um yeah i'll say one other cool thing that's happened in in some episodes that i like which is when we air our grievances or our internal discussions i like the openness that there is um in the dojo where we're willing to where i mean willing where where we talk about just whatever right like We've had several episodes of like you know basically talking about what the dojo is up to, but we've had episodes with like the airing of the grievances. We had uh, the the topic about monetization. We had the subtopic, you know, are we sellouts? Um, that wasn't a, that was
1: the main title of one of our episodes. <laughs> it was just are we sellouts? Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought that was funny. one of the
0: subtopics of the episode. No, it was a call. Are we sellouts? Yeah, the whole one. Yeah. So I I (laughs) love that we I love that we do that. And I hope you guys remain comfortable um, doing that kind of stuff as it comes up.
2: And I'll say, too, I think people need to send us money on Patreon. (laughs) That's (laughs) what they need to do to keep these talks going. And one cool thing, actually, the airing of grievances came out of a question on Patreon, and I would love to see more of those what what do people want us to talk about and um might even be cool i don't know if we could even have like a call in someday you know where people like got their questions or maybe they've got them all lined up and we don't know what they are in advance we just get boom 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 you know with the questions that could be fun as well kind of Um, ask thing moment
1: yeah actually that's a good reminder yeah so the patreon we still do accept questions from there i'll probably put up a new post. Um, This month so any patreon supporters can submit questions and then we'll um, We'll try to answer them on the show. We might even dedicate a whole episode to one if it's uh, a really good good question Um, But uh, but yeah, that is that is available Um, Yeah, actually the I do like the ones where we Approach some topics. I feel like people appreciate like we did one um, called, Is Chess.com Evil? And then, yeah. and then we have people message us from Chess.com and be like, hey, thanks you know, for being fair in this episode. We really appreciate it. <laughs> so I feel like we are able to at least approach these serious topics with some degree of, um, of fairness. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, plenty more episodes to, to come. We'll keep trying to, to do one, one per week as we can. But I like that we made made it to hundred. That's that's solid. That's like, it's a good base. Yeah. Man. You think we're going to make it to two hundred? Um. Yeah. Actually, I think I think yeah. the first one hundred is harder than the second.
2: Mhm.
1: I think it really really is. Um. But okay. That'll do it for the show. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Catch you. Catch you guys next time. Take care.